Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Tuesday, September the 13th of the 24th week of the year. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the letter of St. Paul, the first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 12, verses 12 through 14 and 27 through 31. 1 Corinthians 12, verses 12 through 14, and 27 through 31. If there is one characteristic of modern society and culture that has uh, become most evident to really all of us in our daily lives today, it is that, unfortunately, of conflict and strife, division, separation. We have grown increasingly aware of our differences and become increasingly unaware of what unites us rather than what divides us. We have become increasingly comfortable and at home on the battleground rather than in seeking common ground from which we can live together in tranquility and harmony a certain level of peace. And the idea of building communities, this affects families, much strife within families over many issues, many questions of value and lifestyle, religious practice, or no religion at all. And all of these things, along with, unfortunately, a uh, great and increased division in race. Race has become the prism through which so much of contemporary life is understood and, uh, and lived. We have become increasingly aware of racial disharmony and separation, especially between blacks and whites. The one is left to wonder whether or not someone like Martin Luther King Jr. could even gain a hearing today. That one is judged by the content of one's character, not the color of one's skin. That beneath all of these exterior differences of race, gender, religion, socioeconomic status, and all of those things, we have increasingly lost sight of our common humanity, that each and every human being, regardless of race, creed, color, what have you, that we're all made in the image and likeness of God, and we're all part of one family, the human family, created and loved by God, and meant to live in harmony and peace. And unfortunately as well, we have many in our society today who define all of life through the prism of various categories that divide us and separate us. We lose sight that we are to be one in Christ. Christ died for all, rose for all, so that all may be in all eternity in the harmony of God's presence 
Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the oneness of Almighty God, <clears throat> in whose image and likeness we all are made. These divisions are present in the church, conservative, liberal, whatever that means, traditional, progressive, those who are high church, low church, the divisions among various denominations, we have uh, lost sight again of the needle and thread that, that connects diversity. But the most important thing in diversity is that needle and thread which binds us together through Christian charity and love that makes all the rest perfect. For without love, as St. Paul says, we are a noisy gong and a clanging cymbal. We can have all the gifts, can have all the blessings, all the talents and skills. But if we do not have charity, if we do not have fraternal love and respect, we are indeed poor, regardless of our material uh, well-being inside of our soul and in our relationships, beginning in the family and spreading outward, we are indeed poor. And these divisions within the church was prayed for by Jesus the night before he died, that all may be one, as I in you, Father, and you in me, that they all may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. It is through the unity of the churches, the body of Christ, that the world will know that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, is the Messiah and Savior. And so this characterization of divisions and separation, that's really the work of the evil one, because that's exactly what Satan does divides, separates, produces hatred and animosity. It is only love that creates. It is only love that brings forth life. It is only love that advances. Hatred, hatred destroys. It brings about death and destruction, pain and suffering to so many, especially the innocent and the most vulnerable children, the elderly, those who lack resources. Our language and our very culture today is filled with this kind of poisonous venom of separation. And St. Paul, in our reading, appeals to an analogy of the human body. And he asks us to reflect on the body body of Christ, the body of the family, the body of society, the body of our communities. And he says the body is one and has many members, but all the members, many though they are, are one body. So it is with Christ. We have our eyes, our ears, our mouths, 
we have many, many parts internally within our internal organs and systems. But it's all part of one body. And what happens to one part of the body affects the body as a whole, either immediately or over time. And we have to remember that the diversity is important. But more importantly is the oneness and the unity so that the body functions as a whole. So it is with the human body and the body of our relationship with others. It was in one's Holy Spirit that all of us, whether Jew or Greek, slave or free, were baptized into one body. Our Christian baptism makes us members of the body of Christ, the one body. And all of us have been given to drink through that baptism of the one Holy Spirit, now, the body is not one member, it is many. Uh, I, am, I am my eye, I am my ear, I am my throat, and my lungs, and my feet. That makes no sense. If we were all feet, we couldn't see or hear or speak. If we were all eyes, we couldn't speak or hear. We couldn't walk. We couldn't move about. You then, he says, are the body of Christ. Every one of you is a member. God has set up the church. God has set up the church. Church, think of the church again as the body of Christ. You know, we go to Mass and we receive communion and we say the body of Christ and we say amen. And all of the different people in that congregation in all of their differences and diversities, age, socioeconomic background, the whole, the whole complexity of things. But it's the one body of Christ that worships together. Furthermore, he has set up apostles, prophets, teachers, and so on and so forth. He goes through all of those and he says, <clears throat> are all teachers, do all work miracles? Do all have the gift of healing? Do all speak in tongues? No, of course not. No one has all of them. We have gifts differing in order to build up the one body of Christ. And so St. Paul says, set your heart on the greater gifts. And what are those greater gifts? They're the gifts of the Holy Spirit, beginning with love. For it is charity or love that binds all the rest together and makes them perfect. This love is desiring what is really good for the common good, the whole of the body, not simply one part, one segment. It's not simply good for my group, my race, my class, my status. It's not that at all. That divides and when you divide, you conquer. And when you conquer, you're destroyed and in slavery. And that's the conquering effect of sin. It separates us from the one body of Christ and from, one each, and from each other. Our gifts are gifts to be used for the common good. 
how as the gifts that have been given to me, how can they be used to build up the body of Christ? Not my private possession, not that which is going to make me more inflated, higher in the esteem of others and in myself, but how in charity and love and thanksgiving to God can I present the gifts that the Lord has given me and offer them to others to enrich their lives as they offer me their gifts. And together, we have a strong body, a strong family, a strong community, a strong body of Christ the church on earth. So let us today, in our daily lives and in our reflections, be aware of the importance that we have in building up the whole body, not to be an instrument of division and of hatred, of separation. But let us remember that we are part of the one body, the body of Christ. And let us, by our life, our thoughts, our words, our actions, our prayers, let us build up the one body, God's family on earth, God's church, so that in God's good time, we may all be one in Christ and in the presence of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit for all eternity. God bless you.